gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, the Renaissance woman. Melissa Itell Duran is our host each and every week. And she's wonderful. She's the subject of, of two separate documentaries. And you could see them both on Melissa Vision and or and on uh, MelissaItellJuran.com. And uh, she's got several books out. She's uh, She was the subject of uh, an extended radio series before becoming the host of her own uh, radio show and, and uh, podcast. And you could hear that on so many different outlets. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. And, uh, you know, a, a couple things uh, came up uh, off mic with uh, with you and me. And, and first of all is uh, Brittany Griner, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. uh, That is, um, you know, I was going to say it's finally over. The saga is finally over or it's nearing an end. What's, uh, what's the status of uh, Brittany Griner? Well, she's safe. She's out of the hands of the Russians, and she, uh, last I heard, is on a plane going home. Uh, we don't know, uh, you know, exactly how how she fared under the under the Russians. If she was mistreated, if she was hurt, um, that it's from all indications, she seems to be okay, and and she's headed home. And that's the, the nonstop talk. Uh, since yesterday, on uh, of all uh, every news outlet, including the, all the sports channels. Yeah, I, you know, I, I want to say something, and I want to be very careful of how it's interpreted, uh, because I want to be respectful or whatever. But um, she is going to be world famous because of this forever, and she may never have been uh, for that. And as long as there's not, you know, and I'm sure there's PTSD coming. Um, and I'm sure there's scars, long-term scars, but um, she will she will be able, if she chooses to, uh, to be able to, first of all, shed light on on a, a situation that none of us could, uh, well, all of us can just imagine what it is. And unless you've been through it yourself, um, mm-hmm. she's going to be sort of like uh, uh, Billy Hayes, all the, you know, if you remember Billy Hayes from... Uh, Midnight Express. I've had him on my show a few times, and uh, he mm-hmm. was um, he was the subject of that. He wrote the book and uh, became famous off of uh, trying to smuggle uh, hashish out of Turkey, and he ended up in a Turkish prison, and he escaped. And um, you know that was a uh, you know an inside look at it. This is different, and and a, again a very mild uh, offense that she uh, committed. Uh, complete. Um, disservice to her frightening um uh ordeal that she has to go to but she is going to be able to the fact that she's safe and sound uh, as far as we know she's going to be able to shed light on this and she's going to be able to uh to benefit i think financially as well and she deserves every cent she gets mm-hmm. yes well uh she she certainly did i mean she was facing nine years in a penal colony and uh, you know I mean, if you know anything about the Russian system, you know that you don't want to be imprisoned in a Russian prison. You just don't. It's, it's, it is the gulag. It's what Alexander Solzhenitsyn wrote about in his famous book. 
uh, books rather, and uh, it's it's uh, it, 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 it's no picnic in the park, that's for sure. Um, but uh, while she's uh, she's home, I, I, I just read that she she landed very early this morning in San Antonio, and she, where she'll be taken to a medical center and reunited with her family. Um, Paul Whelan is still in a Russian prison after four years. He's the, the Marine Amazing. who, yeah, and they couldn't. Uh, originally, the Biden administration wanted both he and Brittany Griner to be released, but the Russians wouldn't let that happen. And of course, we've, we there's there's plenty of talk of about the the the, uh, the value of this this trade of whether this trade should have been done at all, considering that it was the the deal was made with the uh, one of the worst human beings possible, uh, an arms dealer who who's who's behind um, mass killings and and uh, sold weapons to every conceivable uh, terrorist organization, with the ultimate goal in mind to get as many Americans killed as possible and he's back in russia now russia's going to celebrate him he's they, they're going to say well he served enough time he was there for about two decades in u.s custody and they're going to celebrate him and uh there are complications uh, you know involved with him uh, you know if he had spilled the beans over in prison they say he would have lost his family you know the russians don't play games uh, they eliminate people and Putin is definitely an expert at uh, that. He was the former KGB head, and and it's not beneath him to to eliminate people, and and suddenly they go missing in the night. Yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, uh, amazing uh, experience uh, for them. And, you know, I I thought you were going to say, and again, um, by no means am I minimizing. Uh, I, I'm thrilled to have Brittany Griner uh, back, um, but I thought you were going to say that that people are questioning why um, why he got uh, the basketball player who had a tremendous um, am- amount of uh, attention, and she's certainly from the left, right? Um, mm-hmm. as, as opposed to getting the Marine out. Um, is, is Has that crossed anybody's mind yet? Has anybody suggested that he had a choice between getting either Brittany out or uh, or the Marine? Well, I, it's, it's, it's kind of, I think if you look at it, it's it beyond these, the, I guess, the apparent uh, celebrity connection. You know, Brittany Griner is a big W... Um, NBA star, yes. With the uh, what is the, which which team is it again? I I don't follow that. That I don't know. I don't hardly anybody follows the WNBA. I mean, I hate to say it, they're very talented ladies and they're uh, very athletic, yes. but it just doesn't get the attention and the uh, and right. the, uh, the NBA. Right. Yeah. Nothing yeah. At all. Yeah. Right. I mean, the NBA did have a hand in in in, in getting her her case. Um, noticed by the White House. I mean, they did a lot. The NBA was really instrumental in, in garnering a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, you know, she's a woman, and she's uh, and and she's a, she's she's black. She's lesbian. Uh, so there was, uh, you know, the White House um, wanted to get both she and and Paul Whelan out, and the Russians wouldn't agree to that. Um, I think uh, some some commentators have said, well, that her treatment might have been very severe behind bars because of her, uh, because of, of 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 the boxes she checks: black, lesbian, um, woman. I mean, uh, it, yeah. it, it, and and God only knows uh, the, the the treatment she received at the hands of her her captors. 
and I, I mean, it, it, it's got to be a terrifying experience for anyone to be holed up in, in a Russian uh, prison. And there are countless people we don't even know about whose names are not well known, who who are not mentioned in, in the media, who are stuck behind bars in prisons in Russia, and uh, we don't know what their status is. Yeah, it, it's uh, the the question I'm I'm having, and again, I'm I'm thrilled that Brittany Griner. Uh, is um, is uh, is out. Um, uh, Paul Whalen has been in much longer, and I'm sure he's getting you know harsh treatment. If she's getting harsh treatment, she, uh, he certainly is getting harsh treatment. Uh, and of course, the bigotry is there for for her being uh, black, her being um, lesbian, and and her being a, a you know a casual drug user. It doesn't sound like she's a heavy addict of anything, right? Just a little bit of pot, was it, or a hash, or a, well, it was it was some kind of cannabis uh, on the advice of Gummies. her physician, Edible. some kind of um, oils. I don't rem- I don't know the exact nature of it to assist in the um, the decrease of pain, which you know athletes have injuries and sure. and you know in our country, uh, medicinal um, marijuana or CBD products are, are perfectly legal. They're fine, but not in Russia. Nobody, you know, they they have a ban on all kinds of substances like that, medicinal or not. Yeah. It, you know, uh, let me remind folks that they're listening to the Melissa Itell Juren show. Go to MelissaItellJuren.com uh, to watch the documentaries. But Melissa, you know, about nine months ago, I was in, uh, you know, I was in the Ukraine. And uh, yeah. as I was talking to you there, I, I, I remember um, thinking, and I may even have told you that I was going to go to Belarus uh, yeah. just to, uh, you know, catch some glimpses of, of uh, Russian support because I wasn't running into any Russians or, or Russian, um, you know, military or anything. All Ukrainian military is who I was running into where I was. And the uh, the Polish troops that I became friendly with on the Polish side, uh, just uh, on the other side of the border, they had said to me, uh, and a couple of them were gotten very friendly with me, and um, one guy, I think his name is Milos, Milos, uh, he's the equivalent to a captain, um, and I, I don't know what his uh, title was uh, in, in Polish, but he's like a captain. And he said, Frank, uh, we we would urge you not to go to uh, to Minsk, which is, uh, you know, what Belarus is. He said Belarus, and I don't know if this is true or not, but he was saying Belarus literally means beautiful Russia or little Russia or something. Mm-hmm. He said they that are— That makes sense, Belarus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he said very— very much um, in favor of of Russia and Putin, he said. We we uh, listen to you, uh, you know, like uh, the reports that you're giving. He said in one report, and it's so easy to find. Um, you someone says to you, um, you know, how does how does the war end? And you said, well, someone close to uh, President Putin, and he's you know he's got a heavy you know, uh, broken broken English, he's saying this, uh, that somebody close to President Putin, uh, who he loves or, uh, or trusts, uh, would have to kill him, and that only with the death of Putin. And, and I, I realized what he was saying, uh, and he basically said that, that they're going to arrest you if you go to uh, Belarus, um, mm-hmm. if they hear that, because they're going yeah. to take what you're saying as Putin should be killed by somebody close to him. And I, you know, by the way, I didn't say that. I was saying that that's the only, uh, that's the only way 
that I could see it ending. You know, and at the time, at least for about five days there, I was, uh, I was, you know, depressed, thinking, mm-hmm. um, you know, that this is the Third World War happening. You know, that this is. Oh yeah. You know, I I don't know yeah. about that now because we haven't, we haven't um, uh, retaliated or NATO, as they call it, NATO. Uh, but they they all say NATO N- NATO um, didn't <laughs> give them the air support, and and shoot anybody down because once NATO uh, acted in that way, then what's the difference between that and the Allies in um, in World War Two, right? The Axis uh, the Axis parties or the Axis powers in this case would be Russia instead of Germany, and uh, and then you know who knows China would. Uh, you know, side up with them or Syria or Iran or who knows who would who would become like the Axis, uh, and NATO is the uh, is the allies. So the thing is, once NATO shot down somebody, then it's it's World War Three, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. I I, I, I had a very depressed uh, feeling about that, but uh, I I just think the the interesting thing is that I got talked out of going to Belarus. And I was going to fly out of Minsk and just fly right home, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and and the the Polish troops talked me out of it, which was kind of interesting. What do you think of that? And 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 beautiful Russia or uh, or little Russia or whatever it's uh, referred to, but but Belarus, um, you know, I I, I wonder if they would have uh, arrested uh, Brittany uh, uh, Griner also. You never know. You know, it's it's this goes back this this um, this idea of 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 taking uh, chances, uh, being a a foreigner, of being an an American citizen or not a non a non Eastern Bloc citizen. uh, You you know, it it poses a lot of problems, and it it historically has, as as we can see, you know, from from uh, you know Midnight Express, for example. Uh, it's just very, very risky, and 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 you know the U.S. State Department uh, has has um, explained it very well on their website that if you do go to these countries like Russia, like China, be prepared, be aware before you go of the risks involved. Now, I've, there are people who you know in the past, you know, people used to travel to um, to China and see the Great Wall, and uh, I think now you have to think twice about going to China on a vacation. <laughs> you never know. What if you just don't come home from that vacation, you know, and you and you claim to you know not carry no such substance. You're you know you're you know you you're just a you know you're just a, an ordinary tourist. You're just there for pleasure, and then they detain you, and then on, on the suspicion that you're carrying X, Y, and Z, or you're you're you know yeah you've been you've been mentioned as a possible uh, you know um, uh, spy or <laughs> agent or whatnot. I mean, you never know. There is no guarantee. In, in this day and age, yeah, no, it's uh, for sure. Yeah, Brittany uh, Griner was certainly thrilled that uh, that she's out. Uh, Frank McKay yeah. here. Much more importantly, Melissa, I tell is where everyone should go. Melissa Vision, on uh, if you're on Roku, and and if you're not, please get on Roku. There's so much good uh, that can come out of that. Melissa Vision there. Um, yeah, Melissa, uh, the uh, you know maybe uh, the fact that. That she's getting out will will uh, that that she has gotten out will pave the way for Paul Whalen and uh, that would be yeah. a, that would be so. a nice thing that that's just uh, terrible. Do you do, wonder what circumstances was he arrested? Uh, spy? Um, uh, did they think he was being a spy or something? 
I think so. He was there on business dealings. I don't think he was detained because of uh, possession of, of a substance. And he was He's a Marine. He's a, he went there on business. Uh, he was there. He got um, pulled over four years ago. I, I, and and I, I guess it wasn't. And now it's a pub, very publicized case. I don't know. It, it was publicized in 2018 when Trump was in office. I don't know if Trump actually was uh, noticed this, noticed him. Um, but he's been, yeah, he's been stuck there ever since. Yeah. Wow. Just yeah. It, it's just it, it's it's amazing. Um, you know, I I do think. Uh, you know, out of, uh, you know, for the first time, and we've talked about this, and I know this isn't, well, I mean, it's it's pertinent to what to, what's going on. I, I'm starting to think maybe, um, and, I, and I had a couple of friends just come back from uh, uh, the Ukraine, uh, my friend, good friend, uh, Todd Shapiro, and he went over with another friend of mine uh, who used to be the governor of New York, George Pataki, for those listening outside of New York. They went over um, uh, with a guy named Earl Mack who purchased a bunch of these giant heaters for uh, Ukrainians, and they and they gave them out. They gave them out to, to villages because there's, there's no electricity uh, in in some areas, and it's it's becoming very very cold. And um, and you know the, the Earl Mac is um, uh, you know related to you know Richie Mac and um, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, David Mac. You know the the billionaires, and it's the same family and. Uh, they're generously uh, donating them, so you know, uh, you know, George Pataki was the lead uh, on on that. You know, we, you know, certainly appreciate his efforts, but um, I, you know, I'm getting the feeling from from people that like there's a there's a glimmer of hope that somehow they're they're going to survive this. I mean, they're they're going to have to rebuild the whole you know the whole country because it's it's devastated. But there are some people that are actually saying maybe Zelensky wins this thing. And I, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? I, I can't make an intelligent um, – and, and I, I feel bad saying this because I haven't followed it as closely as I did, you know, uh, uh, when, when I just uh, first got back. Um, but I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I wonder what your thought is on all of this. I think I'm just as puzzled as you are. Um, I mean, I I don't know how or, or how or why this is or how how long this is going to go on either. Yeah, right. I mean, what's what, what's the latest you're hearing of anything? Um, well, um, if if this is true, Time Magazine just made um, Zelensky the Man of the Year. Yeah, well, that's great. That's a yeah, a, yeah that's a nice yeah. thing. I, I'm I'm all for that. It's worth. Yeah. yeah, for what it's worth, you know, Time Magazine these days. But um, you know, and, and and of course, the man of the year, the person of the year, rather, not you know, it's pronounced person of the year. Um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a good figure. I mean, he is a heroic figure, and he's he has cited he has incited some controversy, but he is, on the whole, a a, a person who has brought uh, the, the, the 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 war to the forefront. I mean, he stood up. And and he has he has been a, a a heroic figure, a steadfast figure, in the face of of this uh, of of this conflict. You know, in the past, when uh, Time Magazine had its weight in gold, um, and people respected Time Magazine. You know, now it's 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 run into some controversy in the last uh, well, I don't know ten fifteen years. 
Um, it was per, it was uh, man of the year. Then they made it women, woman and man of the year, and uh, they didn't necessarily choose people who were good. Adolf Hitler made man of the year in 1933. And that was the same year that FDR was inaugurated. I mean, they could have chosen FDR, but, you know, with his, his famous speech. Uh, well, that came later because the inaugurations were in March. They didn't. They were not in January, so nobody knew of the speech right away. But fear fear they, itself speech, right? Yes. We have nothing to fear but fear itself, yes. I mean, he was always a great orator. He, he you know, he, 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 his, whatever he said was pretty stirring. But they, they didn't go with FDR. Uh, they, they didn't go with other, other people uh, around then. They went with the, the one who was causing all the problems, the one who was, who, who was a potential problem, Adolf Hitler, who everybody learned was just bad, you know, bad, you know, evil incarnate. And, uh, you know, and, 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 and that, you know, it was, it, it was, a, it, it it, 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 people, I think, respected the Time Time Magazine back then. They they may have been a little, you know, a little bit uh, um, perplexed by the, the choice, but Adolf Hitler was making headlines, and the fact that he was elected, and not um, you know put in or forcibly um, you know forced forcibly put in, was also very striking. So they don't go with you know so-called good people all the time, but this time they decided. You know, let's go with Zelensky. This is a guy who's standing up. You know, they could have gone with Putin, right? But, you know, <laughs> person of the year, uh, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, do all, they do that, uh, you know, often. I mean, the part, they, mm-hmm. they've made that point. Uh, Hitler, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, it's interesting you bring up Hitler, but the, um, uh, I, I recently watched something where they were talking about um, – they were talking about uh, the first concentration camp mm-hmm. moving uh, Jews to the tr- concentration camp. I think uh, three months after Hitler became chancellor. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's ab- you're absolutely correct. The earliest ones, and they were not for Jews necessarily. They were for people who were against the state. But these were the early ones. So they weren't on the massive scale of an Auschwitz you know, or uh, Treblinka. They, they, they weren't killing machines yet. That was coming soon, and that was, you know, thanks in part to Adolf Eichmann and other people involved, other top brass, you know, whose, whose, whose imaginations ran wild, but, you know, put, to put it blunt, you know, mildly, you know. But um, these were the earliest ones. They, these were, and then they, 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 uh, they, they um, expanded on that concept, <laughs> really. Um, but it's, it's telling, you know, that people may not realize that as early as the uh, 30s, um, the, the beginning of the 30s, concentration camps, or little mini versions of what we know as concentration camps, were already in place for enemies of the state. Yeah, right. Uh, just uh, uh, unbelievable. Frank McKay here with Melissa Itell Jorn. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing that we knew so much that's going on. I mean, here, the, look, this is different. Um, this is, we know, everyone knows here what's going on. You know, uh, uh, a larger country is is uh, trying to uh, annex, basically, a, uh, a a weaker country in, in the Ukraine uh, that's had their independence since, I, I don't know, what, 96, was it, or 94, or, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. in the 90s, the Ukraine were, had gotten their independence. 
so we're um, we're all aware of uh, of what's going on. The uh, you know the the difference here, right? The difference here is that we're we're all giving aid to uh, uh, to these guys. Uh, we didn't do that to either Poland or uh, or, or Czechoslovakia or any of those. I, you know the other the other thing that always stands out to me about about Hitler. And and this just it kind of addresses the idea of of uh, of fighting back or or uh, standing up um, when he first took over the Rhineland, the non-militarized uh, you know uh, land of, of of the Rhineland. Um, he he ordered his troops to move the tanks in, and the order was because they were no position to fight a war at that point. Uh, Germany they just they weren't ready yet they were they were building but they weren't ready the orders supposedly were that if you have any opposition whatsoever retreat back off right Mm -hmm. so they they Mm -hmm. moved in they they got no opposition whatsoever and they just parked there and they just stayed there and they they moved troops in as it as it went on so I mean something uh, is to be said for for fighting back immediately and what uh, what goes on? By the way, um, and and you know, I know we're getting a little off track here, but the the most despicable non-Nazi of uh, of World War II, the, well, I should say this: the most despicable ally of uh, of World War II um, was uh, was Neville Chamberlain, and, uh, and and what a cowardly, uh, you know, ridiculous leader he was, and yeah. and thank God for Churchill. Yeah, I, yeah, he's getting his, you know, in historically, and he should. I mean, he should be known as the biggest coward in the world. Uh, he, you know, peace uh, within our time. Uh, you know, uh, appeasement. I spoke to Mr. Hitler. <laughs> right. Yeah, what a joke! What a joke of a man he was. A leader. You know, the Prime Minister of uh, England, and then you know, thank God they had a a, a great one behind him, and uh, was in Winston Churchill who. Uh, who was beyond great? I mean, he was he was tough beyond belief, um, and I, I you know probably tougher than tougher than uh, uh, anybody we could ever imagine. But uh, a, a quick thought on on that on Chamberlain's a joke, right? And historically, is a joke. Yeah, well, he I mean he will be forever associated with uh, the failure to appease. You know, he's the great appeaser. He's the uh, you know the the, the the I guess he he invented. Um, you know, let's you know, take the knee, bend the knee. Uh, right. <laughs> he invented that before anyone ever coined that that, that yeah, action. Before, before Game of Thrones came on. Yes, he, right, right. Yes, he he uh, he was a man before his time. Yeah. If you've ever watched the old newsreels, he's standing up there and. And 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 he's waving the piece of paper, and I have peace in hand, pieces of hand. I've spoken with Mr. Hitler. Mr. Hitler. Yeah. Hitler was, Hitler was laughing to himself behind, you know, behind closed doors. You know what a joke this is. This guy's an idiot. You know? yeah. What a joke. Uh, you, you know, <laughs> the American equivalent to that was, and uh, it, it's different, but uh, Buchanan, mm-hmm. James Buchanan. Who um, who did nothing? He he was uh, the president who who just pre, pre uh, preceded uh, Lincoln, who was the uh-huh. greatest. Uh, you know, usually there's a joke 
uh, right yeah. before the uh, the great one comes, and and Lincoln was uh, you know our greatest president ever, right? Um, yeah. If uh, and I, actually we had I just had a conversation with somebody uh, about this uh, the other day, but Buchanan. Uh, not this part, but Buchanan did nothing. I mean, he did absolutely nothing. Well, was- I think it was because he 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 actually didn't care. He just didn't care. He went with the status quo. It was fine with him, uh, and that's why he didn't lift a finger to do anything. Yeah, and then Lincoln came in, of course, and became the greatest president uh, that that we can ever have. I mean, he uh, he not only. Uh, his stated goal was to uh, preserve the union. It wasn't to uh, mm-hmm. release the slaves. In fact, he right. went as far to say that uh, that if I could preserve the union uh, by freeing the slaves, I would. If I can preserve the uh, uh, union by freeing some of the slaves and not some of the slaves, uh, I, I would. He said if I could preserve the union and, and not free any of the slaves, I would. You know, he, he said that. But the the thing is, he preserved the union and uh, ultimately freed the slaves, which is just uh, you know uh, you know there's never going to be a uh, a U.S. president to be able to do anything like that because we're in much better situation thanks to to Lincoln. And by the way, he was the least popular president in the history of uh, uh, of our country. I mean, he was um, the second he he was elected, right? I mean, uh, you know, months later, thir- uh, within months, 13 states left the union, you know, even before he took office, uh, people started leaving the union. But, but I do want to say this. This is the conversation I had the other day. They said, if not for uh, well, I, I said, if not for Lincoln preserving the union, um, mm-hmm. you, uh, I, you, you, you might have the Kaiser winning, and you might have, you know, if if the if the Kaiser didn't win and Versailles happened and Hitler, you know, emerged out of that the Versailles Treaty, which was a disaster too, right? Um, if Hitler emerged, um, it, you might not have a United States to. Um, uh, to fully get behind to stop uh, first the Kaiser and then let's say the Kaiser did get through and to stop Hitler. And the person I was speaking to said, no, the Southern states might have supported Hitler. Mm-hmm. Th- think about that, right? Yeah, well, if- we had a, we, yeah, but it's not that far fetched. We had a lot of, as you know, um, a lot of uh, prone German. Uh, people prominent people in in all through american life you know charles lindbergh for example henry ford well, yeah, Walt Disney. oh yeah I, I mean definitely the biggest one um was uh you know charles lindbergh or henry ford was i mean from the earliest time a, a, a just a horrible anti-semitic person uh, who, who went as far as to publish his own paper, the Protocols of, of the um, Elders of Zion, and uh, uh, you know, just um, and I think uh, just a a, um, a a vindictive man, an unrelenting anti-Semite. His family today uh, they distanced themselves, of course, from him, um, but nevertheless, uh, you know, he, he, he that's his legacy. Yeah, it, it just it, amazing. Uh... To me, yeah, it's it, 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 Joseph Patrick Kennedy. By the way, I mean, he was, yes. you know, he's another, another one, one. Mm-hmm. admired Hitler or whatever he did. It, um, I think I mentioned this, but my my mother never uh, told us never to own a Ford, uh, you know, which mm-hmm. is you know, which is uh, you know, 
uh, you know, reaching uh, much further in. But she said that uh, Henry Ford um, was an anti-Semite, you know, and uh, and that he was uh, pro-Hitler. You know, she grew up. Uh, she was born in '39, right? So she grew up uh, with Slovak president uh, pre- uh, parents, rather, and um, and and they were, you know, they were, uh, you know, they were Catholic, but they. Um, they sympathized with the uh, with with the Jews. They had a lot of friends that were um, that were Jews, um, and uh, you know they you know they realized what was going on with the concentration camps and um, in and around uh, Germany or whatever. So they were um, they were very very sensitive to anybody that was. They escaped uh, Czechoslovakia because of. Um, Hitler uh, coming on and, and what was going on there. So they figured anybody in, in America that was supporting Hitler, they, uh, you know, they didn't want to support, which I, I, I think is, is noble, right? And is, is right. I don't know. I, I don't know how, uh, you know, how we got away with it. Lindbergh, I mean, my God, you know, we gave this guy parades and, and everything else. And, you know, not to take away from his, uh, his accomplishments, but, you know, kind of it's a big eraser when you when you talk about a Nazi sympathizer. Um, you know, to me, that kind of wipes out all things, you know, all, all things good in a man or a woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's it's true. You know, this is where we are now. We're seeing an increase. There's an uptick in this all of a sudden. And it's it's permeating. Not, it's not just on the fringes of society. It's within the major power bases now. It's on uh, it, it's more so on the right it, it, it's seeping into the Republican Party. Yeah, it, it's it, it's there. You know, it, it certainly uh, it, it certainly is there, um, and and it is. You're, you're seeing a lot of. I remember when that that Charlottesville uh, fiasco uh, happened, and uh, and and then President Trump wouldn't denounce the um, really white supremacists right uh that were that were causing the trouble he was saying there there are good people on on both sides and both sides yeah mm-hmm. some ridiculous thing yeah like i i i don't know how the hell he could he could say something like that but there's there's a lot of that there's a lot of uh to me white supremacy and and prejudice that's either being exposed now um and it's always it's always been there or it's enhanced now I, I don't know. I mean, do you, what do you think? Is it being exposed, and it's always been well, there, or is it uh, is it just being enhanced because of uh, the polarization that's going on in the country? I think that's a great question. I think it's um, it, it was there, but now even more so because um, uh, certain certain. Uh, Actors in the in this uh, realm have, have have gravitated toward them, have included them in their, uh, in, you know, in their movements. Um, we see that the the Republican Party and the Democratic Party are at at, at odds with each other. I mean, this is so divisive. It, the, the, to, to even imagine at one time that that part, politics was partisan, that um, both houses, that po- politicians within both houses work together, is it's it's kind of a it's a foreign concept. Um, but it, it was a, such a different world. Uh, even even 20 years ago was a different world. Now it, it you know uh, the the anti-Semites, the an, the white you know the white supremacists, they seem now to have permeated the 
the political landscape, and they are being courted by many in, in within uh, on the right in the Republican Party. I mean, look at, I mean, go look at. I'm not. I, I'm I'm criticizing President Trump because I, yeah, he should have known better. And 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 also, who is this chief of staff? Who's letting in these people? He knows what Kanye is all about—a mental case who is espousing anti-Semitic uh, rhetoric. And uh, incidentally, does Kanye know that had he been alive during the Nazi era, that uh, as a black man he would have been considered uh, not a definitely not a spokesman, but a um, a uh, someone to be uh, was swept under the under the carpet because he was considered subhuman because of the color of his skin. I mean, did, does he realize that? Um, no, I mean, he's and, an but, idiot. I mean, he's yeah. But then again, you have the black Israelites who who demean Jews, and uh, and 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 under the guise of being real, you know, they consider themselves the descendants of of of, of Israelites, and and they're the they're the most um, uh, vitriolic uh, anti-Semites out there. Um, but uh, you know, getting back to Trump, I mean, did he realize what what this this uh, this Nick um, Fuentes is? I mean, I, I didn't know much about the guy, but. I mean, how could you not know? I mean, it, you just let people like that in, uh, and 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 you 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 uh, you um, you indulge them in in in, in uh, you know in, in time at your table. I mean, I, I it, it it it's it's a complicit um um uh, um uh, condoning of, of of people like that. I mean, doesn't he? Why doesn't he speak out against that? You know, it's like he's going along with it because they flattered his ego. I, I just, it, 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 and this is, I think, going to kill his his candidacy. This is going to, this this might be the nail in the coffin. I mean, it, it, although he's come back from from equally horrendous things, such as the uh, the Access Hollywood tape from six, yep. you know, six years ago. So, uh, but many of the major politicians in the Republican Party have courted these people. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's in, in a nut job beyond compare, uh, she has been seen at these conventions, these so-called conventions of white supremacists, anti-Semitic people um, who, who hate everybody and are and are especially anti-Semitic. And, and, and at the same time, she was denying, oh, I don't know who they were. I was just invited to talk. I was paid, you know, whatever, to come talk to get to to speak at their their convention. I, and I mean, I mean, how could you not know who these people are? I mean, she said her she's had her her share of of of, of equally uh, um, distressing comments that that will, we could not in, uh, construe as as, as uh, uh, ignorance. Uh, she's another idiot. Uh, I mean, she yeah. really she really is. Uh, she's lacking. I don't know how to help. She gets herself elected and. Uh, uh, yeah, it just absolutely, you know, amazes me what's uh, what's going on. And I, I wonder, you know, I mean, uh, again, uh, let me remind folks once again, MelissaItellJoran.com uh, for the documentaries and Melissa Vision on Roku on TV. Uh, you can go there. Uh, but uh, in the meanwhile, uh, you know, here we are. We started out uh, talking about Brittany Griner and um, and and, you know, that's. You know the the understanding that Putin is uh, is running wild, and and yet we have this. I mean, we you know we come to this and we have trouble in America um, brewing underneath, and it's it's not even underneath anymore. It's out outward with our celebrities. It's uh, there's prejudice that's uh, that's equal to what what's going on in Russia, and uh, I don't know. I, do you think? That these people that are 
are anti-Semitic, do you think that they somehow or another, uh, some of them are are prone to being supportive of Putin? Do you think there's a connection there? um, That's a good question. Uh, Well, take Tucker Carlson, who uh, seems to be very pro-Putin and and anti-Zelensky, and has said things about, yes, and has, has made... Uh, many comments about replacement theory. Uh, we're not, uh, and wow. he hasn't come out and said, you know, we, uh, we're not going to let the Jews replace us. But that's really what it amounts to, if you think about yeah, it. Right. That's what they were chanting at Charlottesville, the uh, the the, uh, the Antifa group. They were saying we're not going to be replaced by Jews. You know, they that they were blunt about it, and he's he's being evasive. But that's what he means when he says that. What else can you say? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, there's there's something. You know, there's something there that connects, um, you know, what Putin's doing to, uh, you know, the lower ends of uh, of American society, and uh, you know, to me, it's uh, it, it's very uh, very disturbing. Um, you, you know, we uh, we didn't get we were gonna we talked about something off mic. What did we talk about off? Oh, we talked about uh, Harry a little bit about uh, Harry oh, yes. and Megan. And yes, the great, the great documentary, or whatever they call that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's uh, what? What can you tell us about that? What was the, uh, um, what, what's the outcome? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. I just haven't made time for it. No. <laughs> Other things to think about. Uh, this is their excuse to collect a hundred million dollars. Can you imagine a hundred million dollars? I don't know if they approach Netflix or Netflix approach them, but. Um, they got the hundred million dollars to put this together, and they must have been secretly filming all the while when they were planning their their break, you know, their getaway. And this is to justify their leaving. And then, and I don't know what they're trying to do, except maybe uh, this is a, a you know a love song to themselves about how 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 they found each other and 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 how bad the British system of royalty is, the British House of you know British uh, what they call the British House of Detention, and how it mistreated them, and 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 and, and it's. It's so, in, you know, it, it, it's, it's just so uh, rotten to the core that it, it, it can't be changed, that you can't change it because it would need to be imploded from inside. <laughs> and they had to leave because their safety, uh, according to, to Harry, their, their safety, especially Megan's safety, was at stake. And he was afraid the same thing would happen to her that happened to his mother. Well, his mother left. She didn't want security from the, you know, <laughs> She didn't want to have any anything to do with security from the from Buckingham Palace or, you know, Br- British Secret Service. So she did it on her own, and I think that's how she met her end. I don't think it was a a plot to to rid of get rid of her. I don't. Uh, I mean, you, there are millions of conspiracies, of course, associated with her her death. Um, but um, people who knew her, uh, the, 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 uh, this um, uh, one of the men who was um, one of the advisors, one of the one of the top brass in the, uh, the uh, who was a, an advisor, a confidant who worked with the Queen, uh, Dickie Arbiter. You may have heard of him. He said that um, she chose not to have security. Her own, you know, state detail. She didn't want that because she thought her husband, her ex-husband, would be spying on her. So she went on and on her own, and wasn't great. And that's why she met with such a terrible end. Because had she been with British Secret Service, with uh, or with with the security from the palace, she wouldn't have been in that car. She wouldn't have been with that driver. Um, but you know, Harry feels that this is what's going to happen to his wife, and it's true that. 
she was hounded by the press. And in fact, she also courted the press. You know, and I'm not saying it was easy for her. It wasn't. I mean, with all the glamour, with all the adulation, she was alone at times. But she did court them. She did communicate with them to, you know, I'm going to be here. You know, you know, you can photograph us here or whatever. Uh, and it was, and it's a different kind of, of um, uh, it's a, it's a different kind of, of media scrutiny today than it was back then. Today, it's, it's, it's social media. It's, you know, it's, it's viral videos. It's, it's everything. It's all. It's not just the, the newspapers, the, the tabloids. But yes, living under a fishbowl like that and having your every waking moment scrutinized and uh, dissected and, and discussed and, and criticized it could probably cause anyone a nervous breakdown, not being able to have a private life. But um, at the same time, they're, they're, they're living very nicely. They, they, they don't seem to just crave privacy because they, they're, they're seeking attention. They're making appearances here and there. They just took an award at the Kennedy, uh, the Robert F. Kennedy um, organ, um, uh, charitable organization, the, 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 the foundation, rather, set up in honor of Robert F. Kennedy that was chaired, that's, that's being run, that's chaired by his, one of his children, Carrie Kennedy, the ex-wife of, of uh, disgraced Governor Cuomo. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you never hear. He he doesn't seem to have a. He hasn't. He's not missing her. That's for sure. No. Um, but no, that's that's that marriage is gone and over with. Um, she 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 decided, uh, and whoever else is sitting on her board, that they these two would be the perfect recipients. They embody what Robert F. Kennedy was fighting for all his life. I don't know about that, but um, and and Megan loves it. Oh yeah, she thinks she's going to run for president this character she thinks she and but you know there's a there's a lot of there are a lot of problems with that yeah maybe yes maybe the palace didn't listen to him maybe they didn't do enough to help you know acclimate her into the lifestyle but uh and and he's and and harry has a has a has an axe to grind he lost his mother and and nobody you know listened and and yes that's true but uh these people are you know for people who seem to want privacy or to want to be away from it all they get a lot of attention. They're making a ton of money, and I don't know if I, I really don't know what what is the substance of all this. And and um, you know, it, it, people are suffering all over the world, and we we should pity them. They've got everything at their at their fingertips. They're people who can't make a living, a decent living. People who are afflicted by health problems, disease, etc. Uh, nobody knows them. They're obscure people. They go through life every day, and nobody pays any attention to them. And we should feel sorry for them. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. Well, what was going to say the um, uh, the couple things that stand out to me about that is you know they complain about uh, not having uh, privacy or or being worried about mm -hmm. having too much exposure they create it and when you mm -hmm. when, when you create a documentary like this um, obviously you want people to talk about it and Netflix are gonna uh, are going to be talking about it and when you make statements and you split yourself from uh, where it is uh, that the rest of the royal family is you're, you're creating attention so everything that they're they're talking about kind of flies in the face of of getting attention they're, they're getting attention and they they seem to be trying to get more attention than than say prince william mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Well, right? Prince William is, is he's with the system. He's right. he's he's standing by the system. He's he's you know he and his wife are now the prince and princess of Wales. He's on board, right there. Yeah. Hell yeah, they're on board. You know, one hundred percent. Whether <laughs> they they complain or not, whether they like it or not, they're in it for life. Yeah. Well, listen. It's uh, it, 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 this is going to give us a lot to talk about, Harry and uh, Harry and Meghan. That's uh, that's for sure. Uh, Melissa, any last uh, any last thoughts on on any of this? Uh, Brittany Griner, uh, she's going to make a fortune. We hope that she's okay mentally, and she wasn't yeah. harmed physically um, uh, too too badly. Uh, mentally, obviously, emotionally, mm-hmm. we know that there's going to be scars yes. or whatever. Yes, we hope that course. she wasn't we, we she wasn't harmed physically, but. Exactly. Yes, we do. Um, she'll probably give an interview. Probably, maybe Oprah will have a sit down with her. Somebody will, you know. I'm sure it's in the works now. Yeah. Well, listen. Um, it, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Thank God she's out, and we we pray for her good health. And uh, to everyone out there uh, for listening, and each and every week, we thank you for that for that support. Um, and uh, Melissa, I speak for you. We wish everyone. Uh, happy holiday coming up, right? Hanukkah is starting this su- uh, oh. Sunday. Oh no, it's actually starting the 18th. Oh, so the 18th. we have okay, uh, two. My, yeah. my mistake. Okay, so we're that's all right. We're that's all right. I, I'm not even thinking about it. It's it's you know it's it's actually will coincide with Christmas a little bit, but it will end, uh, you know, the 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 day after Christmas. But it's it, you know that week. That's you know the 18th is leading up to you know to Christmas. So it's it's in some ways it's coinciding. Yeah, well, listen, uh, it, 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 everything uh, you talk about here, it's, uh, it's all informative and uh, interesting. So thank you for that. And thank you, everybody, oh, once again you. for tuning in. Yes. Yes, we thank everyone. We wish everyone a, a safe and, and uh, healthy uh, holiday season. Um, you know, enjoy the, the holiday shopping and, and just be safe and well. Stay well. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Juran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Juran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.